Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fellas. Welcome to episode 64. 64. What's this about? Quartzite RV show. Before we get into the show, make sure you're following us at The Fayolas on Instagram and Facebook. And we mentioned this in our last podcast, but if you haven't heard it, we have a new voicemail to leave your questions and we will answer them on the podcast. We'll even play your recording. Unless you don't want to, let us know in the recording and we won't play it. Phone number is 810-373-2020. You can find the show notes for this episode at thefaolas.com slash 64. In the middle of the desert in Quartzsite, Arizona, you can find the largest gathering of RVers in the world. In the world! <laughs> in most years, like good years, they, they say that up to a million people visit Quartzsite for the RV show. How many people do you think were there this year? All million. A million? I don't know. <laughs> it was busy when we were there. Yeah, we were just there one day, too, so yep. I don't know what they had each day i heard the fir- the first weekend is always the craziest which um, is crazy to think because it was crazy when we were yeah, there and we yep. were there the second weekend yep so just a few facts about the actual rv show there is seven hundred and fifty thousand to a million people that attend this rv show every single year typically lasts about seven days um this year it was january 21st through the 29th we went on the 27th, so it was a mm-hmm. Friday, so probably wasn't quite as busy as it could have been, like on Saturday. And Quartzsite, Arizona is located about 20 miles east of California, and the RV show is right off the highway. Yep. Yeah, right off I-10. They do allow dogs, so you can take your dogs with you if you'd like. Yeah, they we- do have to be on a leash or carried at all times. Or in wagons. Yeah, <laughs> and I hide or uh, strollers. Yeah. <laughs> And I, we actually got a rover. We'll talk about this later in our digging. But um, I, w- I don't know if I'd recommend it unless your dog is really used to people because there's a lot of people there and it's very loud. And there's a lot of banging and like weird noises that could scare, um, could scare your dog. Yeah. Any size of dog or mm-hmm. type. We actually did see a little like almost fight. A little squabble. Yeah, between a couple dogs. One of the best things too is... That it's free to get in. Yeah, free parking, free Mm -hmm. entry. There's a ton of vendors that we'll get into. There's not any RV parking. If you have a B class, you could probably get that to fit in the parking. Yeah. Um, But there's no RV parking. However, there is BLM near there to camp. Right next door. That's where we ended up parking. That is another thing, that there is camping nearby. There's campgrounds nearby. They do fill up quite fast, um, especially with long-term people. And there are some hotels, but there's a lot of boondocking around there. And yeah. I think you can possibly stay there. We'll verify, put it in the show notes if it's different, but we'll definitely put the link to the BLM area around there so you can get your own information. But I think you can stay there for free for 14 days. And if you plan to stay longer, then you would have to do the long-term. Yeah, the pass. Pass. But there, there it's not all long-term. I was, you kind of answered what I was going to say is there are other spots that you can go without doing the long-term stuff, so... 
Oh, are the long-term certain areas? Yeah. I didn't know that. So there's certain areas that... Um, yep. Okay. There are tons of seminars and workshops that are ha- that happen every single day. Yeah. So definitely check the schedule and find out if there's something happening that's interesting for you. Yeah, there was a few that I would have liked to attend, but they were kind of like in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day. So... It would have really, been better if we were staying nearby. Next, yeah. The next time we go to the show, we probably will boondock yeah. nearby. And we almost did because we were coming from California. We were coming from Palm Springs. We were just going to stay in Quartzsite, but ended up getting a good reservation, so we didn't want, didn't want to miss out on that. There's a lot of food trucks and drink trucks. Yeah, we walked by the entrance we went in. There was a huge smoker going. There was like a bunch of chickens on it. And we yeah. smelled elephant ears, and I was like, oh, we yeah. have to get one. And then we left, and we never did. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a must-do thing when we smell it. <laughs> we forgot. Yeah, if they're cooking elephant ears, you got to get one. Let's talk about some of the vendors that we enjoyed. First of all, uh, this is our first RV show that we went to like this. The other RV show we went to was in Detroit or yep. Saginaw or something. Yep. It was the Novi RV oh, okay. show. Yep. And that one was really fun. The vendor In that show, um, it's all inside of a building, and the RVs are kind of in the middle, and then the vendors are all around. Yep. It was just kind of like spread around. And there wasn't near as many vendors at that one. This is the first one we've been to that had this many vendors. The entire tent was filled with vendors. All the RVs are all around the tent. So you have your, you know, your class A's and your class C's and all of that, like in different sections around. And we'll talk about that shortly. Okay, so let's talk about some of the vendors that we liked. And of course, again, there's hundreds. We don't have them all listed here. Um, but one of the first ones that I really liked was, it was called RV Decor in Yuma. That was like the first one that like stopped us in our tracks. Yes. And the reason why they do all renovations, but the one that they're selling at the the RV show and the one that I liked the best was an adjustable bed frame. So explain it. For RVs. Yeah. For like the master bed. Yeah. So it's a custom made platform for your RV. That is, it's not only like an adjustable base for like your, like a headrest or to so raise the head your feet. comes up. Yep. It does all that, all those motions, but it also lifts up like, like our bed has storage underneath. So it's on struts and you lift it up and it, the front comes up so you can get in underneath. So because of that, we can't get your normal bed that lifts yeah. up from like the, like the sitting position or like your feet comes up. We can't get one of those because of the underneath storage that we would lose yeah because we bought a bed a few years ago and it came with a free adjustable base but we couldn't take it because it would kill our storage Mm -hmm. so we just had to give that up so this this is nice because it has all the like the multi positions you can sit up to read or watch tv and you can raise your legs up and all that good stuff but then it still keeps your access and it's all remote control, so the kids yep. could do it as well. Right now, we normally have Dad do it because it's like you have to lift the heavy mattress up. Yep. So, again, he does all different renovations there, but the, that was like the main thing that he was pushing, and he has it, a card, and it's $3,900 no matter the size. Cause installed. They ins- yeah, they install it. They make it work for whatever size. It's 3900 bucks flat. So if you're interested in that kind of setup, 3900 bucks RV decor in Yuma. And we'll link it in the show notes, obviously. 
And it's not just RV beds. They rem- they can remodel your entire RV. Yeah, they do cabinetry <laughs> and they do floors. They do everything. But that was the main thing. Another vendor that we really liked, Flagpole Buddy. You actually tried buying a part from them before, but it was on back order. Yeah, when I ordered it, it didn't show that it was back ordered. And then a couple days later, I got an email said it was back ordered for a few weeks. So I had to actually, I wait, tried to wait it out, but it took a, too long and I had to cancel it. It was a the Flagpole Buddy Starlink adapter with the two sections and then the the top for it. So that goes on the ladder. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. It's a really cool, it just allows you to not have to get up on the RV every time. Yep. So I had to cancel that and I never really reordered it because every time I checked it was still back ordered. They have a new design out now. So they, they changed the adapter and it comes with a carry case, which I wouldn't have got either of those things. I would have got like a the gold adapter, which a lot of people have. And it's not much more. I think it's like another ten dollars. I think it's one ninety nine right now or something. And it comes with a bag. Yeah. Yep. Which when I ordered it was one eighty nine, some change. Next one on the list, one of my favorite vendors out of the whole place. There was two of them. There was actually two. First one was um, the flagpole farm. We stopped and talked to that guy for a while. He had like a thirty foot flag that he a thirty foot flagpole that he kept putting up and down. And I saw it from like way across the tent, and I started trying to traverse over there. It was like a moth to a flame. Yeah. Like he, we were like looking at vendors and we're going in rows, and he was almost like cutting through. I'm like Tony, like it's a row. We stay in the row. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny. But we finally made our way over there, and um, they had some really sweet flagpoles. I like the black ones. Yeah, and that's one thing. Like, I've seen a few here and there, but um, I really like to see it up up close. There's like a matte black flagpole. They make them in all different sizes, and they're super heavy duty. And these ones are, they're not like your normal like twist and tighten, like t- like friction type. These ones actually lock into a groove. So I like that locking feature, and then it has like the um, it almost has like a cushion when you're lowering each section because they're telescoping. They don't slam down like the flagpole I have now. If you loosen it and let it go, it'll just slam down and pinch your fingers. Ouch! Yeah, so that's a nice feature. Uh, those were really cool, and, and they're then, bigger. Yeah, yeah, and they're bigger, like thirty feet. <laughs> and they have all the bases, like um, they have like a hitch adapter. They have a tire platform that you can drive on to hold it. And they have other stuff. Some of them, they have smaller flag and flagpole adapters too. But I really like their setup. I like their products. They're really nice. High quality. And the guy was very nice. Yeah. He got my attention putting that thing up. (laughs) Another one we went to was Uncommon USA. They claim to be the original telescopic flagpole designers. Mm. Yeah. They had a really, really, really big one. Yeah. I think they do all kinds. They do like residential and commercial flagpoles because they had one that was like 12 inches in diameter <laughs> it was giant it was just the base too obviously they couldn't because it's like a 60 foot flagpole i think but that was pretty awesome and then they had similar setup with the unique locks and and they had black cushion and the well. black ones yeah i really like that and it's nice to see because you can look on amazon you can see some of these bases like the hitch adapters and then like the tire platforms that you park on and they look super cheap compared to yeah. these. These yeah. ones look super well built. So they were very solid. Yeah. And they were light. They're all everything's like aluminum. So it's heavy duty and it's thick aluminum. 
but it's still super light. Those were a couple of my favorites. And one of my favorite vendors is the salsa vendor. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. The, like the one that had powder? Yeah. So what it was was you bought a can of salsa powder, I guess. You would take one scoop of the salsa powder, put mm-hmm. it in a bowl, and then you would put a can of tomato soup. Yep, yep diced tomatoes. Yep. If you and, wanted to. Well, no, I think you need that. Yep, you do need that, but there's other stuff that you can add. Like you can add like uh, chili peppers or any type of thing like that. But once you add those, just one scoop to one 16-ounce can, I think it was 16 ounces. Whatever, like a regular soup can, can. Soup yep. can, yeah. And that makes... Fresh salsa. And it was good. Yeah, it makes like a whole serving of fresh salsa. And it was tasty. Yeah, it was pretty good. That's a good one, Lex. Of course, that would be your favorite. That's right up your alley. (laughs) I didn't really have a favorite vendor. I just wanted to get outside to check out the RVs. (laughs) I did like like passing by like the food vendor things. Because they all smelled (laughs) so great. One, it was showing you a bunch of like utensils and there was like a a super cool watermelon cutter oh yes (laughs) he it was like they were selling knives i think or like i don't know utensils and i loved when we were walking through this the tent like all all these dogs like came walking past and like randomly sniffed <laughs> yeah, that was actually my favorite part of the tent. All the dogs everywhere, <laughs> and li- and they even licked me. Another one of the cool vendors that I liked was the RV lock yeah. vendor. Um, I have wanted one of these forever, um, but they never had one that fit our RV. We have a Class A, and the way the lock fits, they never had one. But now they have one, brand new, apparently. Yeah, they have the the Atlas model fits our RV. Yep. So um, we are going to get that. They actually ran out at the show. Yep. <laughs> so they did not have any, um, but we are going to get one of those. I think they said they're going to come back out in the spring. So we'll be checking on that for sure because that yep. was really cool. Yeah, and that's a keyless lock. So you have a keypad and a, a key fob. Yep, and they can put in the number, like you can put in the numbers yep. to get in, which will be really cool. And and it works on your phone as well. Another one that I really liked was RV LED lights, and it's their website is different. It's RV LED lights, as in L I T E S dot com. Yeah, they had some really cool motion and outdoor lights, like the motion light that replaces the overhead light above your door, your entry yeah. door. And ours is actually missing a cover anyway, so yeah. it was actually really cool. We didn't end up getting one, but we have their number or their information. We're going to get one eventually. Um, but it wasn't expensive. It was like 50 bucks for the whole thing. Yeah, I thought it was going to be way more than that. Yeah. Because it looks like it, there's an adapter base, so that it makes it fit pretty all much RVs. all RVs. Mm-hmm. And then it's a good-sized light, and it's a super bright LED. And it has the motion on it, which is awesome. Yep. So you can turn the motion on or off, whatever you want to do. We would have it on because that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the adapter thing allows it, you screw that into any RV, so it pretty much fits any one. Yeah, you take your old light off, you put the adapter on right in the factory holes, and then you can attach this big motion light. It's not too big. It's not, like, gaudy big. No. No. So I like those. He also helped Tony. We have puck lights inside of our RV, 
and they'll flicker and stuff. So he told you some tricks to that, which I'm excited for Yeah, you he gave try. me a good 10-minute lesson on uh, how to fix those. So <laughs> maybe I'll get a, a soldering iron and some uh, resistors and give that a whirl. <laughs> Yay! We also talked to a bunch of different work campers there. Not that we were interested in a lot of them, but we wanted to just get information just to share. Um, the bee harvest was there, which was yep. awesome. We got to say hi to those guys. They, of course, we will be doing again. Um, but some other work camping we looked at is the gate guards. Yep. Um, which was cool. Um, there were several of those there in different areas. I think I think there were majority of them were in Texas, but I don't think all of them were. Um, and they do ranches, oil field, and they do other things too that you can. You know, you watch the gate. Yep. Um, however, you cannot have kids. All the ones that I talked to, they did say that you you can't have small children. You can have over 18. 18 or over. I think that would be a kind of cool job just because you have your house there. You don't really have to go far. It's just right outside. But it seems like you're always on because she said they like to have couples so that you can switch on and off. So does that mean like you're the only one there and you're working nonstop? I think that's pretty much what it is, but I don't I don't think it's nonstop work. You know what I mean? It, it might be a 24-hour shift or whatever you would call that. You kind of watch, and when people come in and out, you do that. And it seems like they're always looking for people. I see it. We're on a work camper Facebook group. Mm-hmm. There's always posts in there about the gate guard positions. Another one that was there is the Ruby's Inn, which is all of Bryce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They Pretty much any facility that you use right before you go into Bryce Canyon National Park, that's all Ruby's Inn. Yeah, they have like a laundry center. Or laundry There's a grocery place. store. Grocery store. There's a gas station. They have the rodeo. And they look for positions to fill in all those places. Now, we only got a little information here, um, but what I kind of got, I think they said they get... T- ten dollars an hour and then you pay for your site which is kind of interesting yeah but it's only like 150 bucks so a month i think you yeah, said and depending on how much you work and yeah so 150 bucks a month isn't bad for a nice site in bryce area and then it's ten dollars an hour and you would get like whatever hours that you work but you can also boondock in bryce for free but yeah, 15 <laughs> minutes away <laughs> So I don't know, uh, I don't know how good of a deal that is. But I mean, I, if you're only paying $150 for full hookups, that's a pretty good deal for a month. And yeah, a, yeah, that'd be not bad. Yeah, so that's what you would get. And you're I'm in sure. a sweet spot. So it's really one of those things. Like, are you, are you traveling to work camp? Are you retired and just need something to do? Like that would be probably prime right there. If you like to be in outdoors, like especially in Bryce Canyon's gorgeous there. Yeah, that whole area is cool. So that'd yeah, be a so good you could gig. pay one hundred and fifty dollars for your site for the month, and then you just get a little part time job somewhere and call it good. <laughs> and I think they said they work all all year or close or like a long time. They have a whole like five or six months or something. Yeah, I think it, they were it's saying. seasonal. I'm pretty sure because he said they've did they've done um, like seven seasons. The people oh, so we're talking it's to, yeah. Another vendor there was RV Life, and this is a favorite of ours. We use RV Trip Wizard. We have the RV Life suite. We love them. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend them. Um, RV Trip Wizard is amazing for planning your stays in different spots. Like, that's what we use it for. Yeah, because uh-huh. we put in all of our destinations, even if just ideas. I'll go in. I'll plug them all in along our route, 
And um, you can set all the parameters for like your uh, vehicle information. And I have it, I think you can set like uh, at your average speed and all that stuff. So I kind of just kind of winged it. I put think a you number put in, in your gas too and it'll yeah, tell you gas yeah. spots. Yep. Yep. There's a low fuel warning. Like it'll tell you when you should fuel up. I would say the timing on that when it when it tells you compared to Google Maps, the timing on the RV Trip Wizard is pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Like within and you can minutes. get the app. You can get like the GPS coordinates it, on your phone. It does have a RV friendly GPS, which I I don't use that much because it's I don't know it's a it's a little simpler than Google Maps, even though it has the benefit of the RV safe route versus Google Maps. Google Maps taking us down some crazy roads before so that's what that's one you thing you do that look I like at both just i to do kind of get an yep. idea yep but yeah we've talked about rv trip wizard multiple times i highly recommend them it's I, I don't know how much it is for the entire suite but it's well worth it if you're planning out long stays just because you can plan so far ahead and then you get a really cool map at the end we do a new one every year so you it's set up so you can do it as you're like your route so if you're just going on a vacation you can use it yep but we do them in years so we have a 2020 2021 2022 and any of our maps that we've had on our website if you've seen any of those where you have like the points and then all the routes those are all those are all made yeah you can see just our last podcast if you go to the show notes you have the oh yeah yep the last three years of our rv route there yeah, those are all made in RV Trip Wizard, so it's really cool. It's a it's a good program. Other other services we saw there that we use, Escapees was there, which was cool. Yep. Uh, Thousand Trails was there. We used them. Encore was there. Yep. They had a, their own separate booth. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah. Yep. There was all kinds of like uh, stowable Tupperwares and like collapsible ones that stored flat. They Those were pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Also, some CBD products we were looking at for the dog. Yeah, calming. some calming stuff. <laughs> Actually, made for dogs yeah. or you. Yeah, there was one product that was neat. It was like a, it was like a roller applicator. Like, yeah. The only, one thing I can compare it to is like an old like deodorant <laughs> roller, I guess. But it was a smaller bottle, and you just roll it in their ear, and it supposedly it's super good. Yeah, there, he said there was a special vein that you roll it in. Yeah, I asked him if I could roll it in my kids' ears to calm them down, but he wouldn't <laughs> let me. One booth we stopped by was uh, custom-made knives, and they had all kinds of knives and axes and hatchets and stuff, and those were really nice. Uh, I guess I've never really shopped for homemade knives before because I didn't know how they expensive <laughs> they could be, but yeah. um, they were pretty awesome. But after after thinking about it, it wasn't too bad. I think you said they were like almost four hundred, like three sixty five or three fifty or something. Yeah, it was, uh, different sets. Like they had four knife or five knife sets, and they could get up to like the four plus range. But it wasn't too bad because it was four knives or five knives, I think, right? Yep. And they had a warranty, a lifetime warranty. So and if some yeah, free sharpening and all that stuff. So well, not every time, but just the one time. Free sharpening just the one time. Oh. Um, but then the warranty was cool because if you break a knife, they give you a whole new set. Yeah, because you have a one-off set. Yeah. yeah, they can't match it up. I thought those were really neat. What else did we see that was cool? Did, what about that barbecue sauce? Yeah, I got. Um, I had a guy stop me to try his barbecue sauce. I tried three barbecue sauces, 
and uh, three different rubs, which were all very tasty, all homemade. Did you, though? Did you try the rub? Well, I tried the sauces. <laughs> Those were good. I had a little I had a little plastic cup with a little plastic spoon, and I was able to try that, no problem. But when I was offered the rubs, I thought he was going to give me another little plastic cup, <laughs> and I could just reuse my plastic spoon. But instead, he handed it to me. With his hand to my palm. <laughs> he, like, so, took the powder out and dropped it in Tony's hand. So, you know, like I'm not really like... a germaphobe. Yeah, he took a pinch with his fingers and made me hold my hand out and <laughs> dropped it in. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I waited till he's a little distracted, and then I kind of pretended to taste it. <laughs> and I gave him, like, the thumbs up, like, this is so good. And just kind of did like the, you know, under the, behind my back. I wonder who saw you do that. <laughs> and then he gave me another one. It was actually two rubs that he had me oh. try. So you had to do it twice. So I had to do it twice. I had to pretend that they were well, amazing. When he went to but do his it, barbecue why didn't sauces. You say, Can I just get it in my cup with a little? <laughs> God, it was so. It all happened so fast. Okay. <laughs> but the barbecue sauces were amazing. I wish I, I don't know if we have the card or not. We can link it, but. Yeah, well, I, we actually, have a list. I don't think, he does not do any online stuff. It's all oh, in-person yes. sales, yeah. Bummer. Oh, there was some, a lot of RV parts and um, maintenance things that you could, there oh, was. Oh, the tire. There was pressure. suspension. There was tire stuff. There, like, tire pressure sensor um, companies, like, multiple TST and um, Tire Minder and all those guys were there. Coney shocks, like. I was going to talk to somebody about the shocks because I think our RV is about due for new shocks, but they were super busy and I stood there for a few minutes and I was like, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll catch them out around on the next run, but. Yeah, do it. No. But I uh, checked out some Vire, uh compressors, which is, I'd already been eyeballing anyways. I had one picked out already, but n just recently in the last few weeks, I was kind of like researching again and I found that they have a newer model that. I've kind of, I want to upgrade too. So we'll get that one eventually. I didn't get it to show. They did have some deals going. Sometimes when you go to these RV shows, like this quartzite one, I think every vendor that we went to had some kind of deal. They like had all combined kind of, yep. things. And yeah. Like, deal. like combo deals or show special, you know, they'd knock 25 or 50 bucks off whatever the product was. But, but that was cool. I, I enjoyed looking at all that kind of stuff too. Cool. I'm trying to think. I think that's about it. I mean, we walked through all of them, but that's all that really stands out to me. We spent over two hours in the tent. I think it would be best if you were staying nearby and you could go one day for the tent and one day for the RVs. Yeah. I think that would be your best bet. And I really... And one day to try every single food in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have all the foods. They had all... They had breakfast, lunch, dinner, and desserts vendors there, so... They did have electric bikes. We didn't look at those, but they were outside. They also had a couple little spots where you just went, and it was like a makeup thing, or you massage. got your hair massage, yeah. <laughs> where you just sat down and they did it. Yeah, I, I feel they like they were selling stuff. Yeah, some yeah. of those vendors, I think they, it's not RV specific. They just kind of go to these conventions and stuff like that, and they sell their products. But there, we there was all kinds of RV furniture companies, RV decorations. Outdoor setups. Lights, things like that. Yep. Yeah, that was cool. Yep. Some of those, like when we walked by, I kind of feel like they're like one of those, like a as seen on TV products. Yeah, like that dog. 
That dog brush that we saw? Yeah. <laughs> or like a shark tank kind of thing. Yeah. There was a cool hummingbird feeder that I wanted. Oh, yeah. Those were cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That and was one of them. The guy was like, he had like a hammer and he was like <laughs> showing people how strong it was. Yeah. It was like a durability test. You would whack it with a hammer. Yeah. But could you imagine all the dogs when that happened? Well, Actually, the, CB, the guy who was selling the CBD for the dogs, he actually said a dog got scared. And he rubbed some of the thing out, and she was able to walk out with yeah. the dog. That's funny, Kylie, that you're listening to all the vendors so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I think that's about it for the vendors. I mean, like I said, there's hundred, there was hundreds of them there, so we're missing obviously a bunch. But those are the ones that stood out to me. Yeah, there was a there was a quite a few that we just walked past, like non RV related. Internet. Yeah, exactly. I don't need any more internet. Yep. I have a lot. <laughs> Starlink should be there. But it's pretty cool. I would say whatever part of the country you're in, if there's an RV show, check it out because more than likely they're a lot of these vendors are going to be there, like the big RV products. They're going to have a booth set up. And if you can't make it to the RV show, you could go on there and see the vendors because they're all listed. So you can literally go one by one through it, open up the website, and see if it's something that's interesting to you. Not to mention, if you ever go to Quartzsite, there are a lot of these shops that just stay in Quartzsite year-round. Because mm-hmm. it's a very busy area yep. for RVs. Yep. All right, so let's talk about RVs. Now, number one, there were a lot of used RVs here. So come to find out, this RV show only has, an, or they have an exclusive RV dealer. Yep. Is <laughs> the word I'm looking for. I think it's RV Country was there. I think so. I think it's kind of a local... No, they are they are in multiple states. Oh, I do they? know that. Okay, yeah. but okay. it's like West Coast states. I got you. Uh, but they were the exclusive dealer at the RV show, so all the RVs came from them, and a lot of them were used. And I wasn't expecting that. I was hoping yeah, they knew. We wa- we did walk into a couple of new ones, and then as we continued around, started seeing more that <laughs> like. I mean, some were like clearly very... used. Yes. I'm like wow, I, this I, is very weird. Is this a this is a show model. Like, has it ever been cleaned or? <laughs> Some of them I was shocked they even took there, to be yeah. honest. But, I mean, I you can get really good deals probably on those, on those types of RVs. You know, and sometimes people go to the show to look for that. I didn't know that. I didn't know you go to an RV show to look for an actual, like, RV that you're buying. I yeah. thought it was like your, I get, get ideas and then you go to the RV dealer. But, no, they have them there. One thing I do wish that they did is had a map of how they had everything spread out. Yeah, where all the RVs were. Yeah, like where are the Class A's, where are the Class B's, because it was it was a large area, and you're walking all over the place, dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> they don't hand out water. There is not water to buy anywhere, <laughs> so <laughs> take water. That's your warning. Um, but, yeah, they... Um, they don't have any maps or anything of where everything's laid out. So that was kind of a bummer. At one point, Tony did fly his drone around the place to yeah. find the trailers. Because <laughs> I'm like... It's like, where are the pole behinds? Let me look. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorites... So obviously, we weren't looking for anything for us because we are very happy with our RV. Um, but one of... The, so we were looking for different types of people, different things. Um, and one of my favorites were the smaller trailers that you could pull behind, you know, like... Uh, like a mid-sized Toyota or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you have two kids, 
to adults. You don't want to live in it, but you want to do vacations in it. And you're pulling it behind, you know, a mid-sized truck. Yeah, like a little 19-footer mm-hmm. bunks. Yeah. My favorites were the Ember RV Overland Series. So I have never seen these before. These were really cool. Yeah, I they thought. were pretty sweet. Uh, Kylie and Dad had to go to the bathroom. Kylie had to go to the bathroom. And so Lexi, I had to take her. Yeah. <laughs> Lexi and I were like, no, nah, we, we'll skip that. We went through a couple RVs without them. Yeah. <laughs> and then we showed it to them. But the, yeah. the RVs that we went through were the Ember RV Overland Series. And they are really cool. Um, you can go on their site and look at them. There's multiple options under 5,500 pounds gross weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are a little bit heavier than you would think for the size because I, you know, you can get smaller tra- or you can get trailers about the same size that are less. Yeah. But these have some special things. One thing that's nice about these models, um, they have independent coil spring suspension. So for they're be- more suited for off road, not necessarily off road driving, but more like an overlanding style. I think, yeah, and they have, um, they're, like, lifted up a little bit. Some of the trailers I see are closer to the wheels. These are farther apart. I don't know if that's what you just said. A little bit more ground clearance. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and I think that was really cool. They're also laid out really neat. So you have your, you know, some of the models had a kitchen on the outside with, like, the um, refrigerator and the stove. And then in the inside, you have your, the main bed is a, what are those called? Murphy Murphy bed, Murphy (laughs) bed, where you like pull it down over the couch and it's a queen size bed. And then it has your kitchen and your bathroom. And a couple of them had bunk beds, which was really cool. One of them had a neat setup where the top was a bunk bed and the bottom was a bunk bed, but you pulled it down and you could push it up for storage Mm -hmm. and you can get to the storage from the outside. Yeah. There's like a back door. And so you can put, like, your bikes in there or kayak or whatever you'd like to put inside of there. Um, One of the models, I don't know if you guys saw that one, but one of them had, like, a side door as well. The whole side opened up. Yeah, we saw that. Which was really neat as well. And one of the RVs we went into, there was on each side of the wall, it was like a slide, so it was, like, dented in. And, like, on each side, there was, like, things that, Open doors, the things that you move up and down thing. Oh, like adjustable bunks? Uh Uh-huh. And you could move it up and down. But you can get them with slides, without slides. They have like, I don't know, 10 different models Mm -hmm. or so. So I would definitely check those out if you're looking for something smaller. I just think this would be perfect. Oh, here's the best thing about it. They come with um, solar. Yep. And Battleborn Batteries, yeah. which is a great brand. Um, they also have some other like brand name features that they were mentioning, which I thought was really cool because it just looks like it's a brand that they put a lot of thought into when they're building yeah. uh, building it out. Yeah, exactly. They have like a, I think the one of them we looked at had a 12-volt fridge, but it was a more of a reg- residential style. Mm-hmm. So it was a bigger fridge, but yep. it ran on 12 volts, so it ran right off the batteries, no problem. And you can upgrade your solar, you can upgrade your batteries, There's, you know, they have all those options that they offer right there, Yep, which is cool. So we definitely check those out. Another one that we checked out was the RV R-Pod, and it's a smaller, this was the RP190, it sleeps four people, 
Um, and it's under 3,000 pounds dry weight. Yeah. So this would be another one that you could um, pull behind. It was much smaller. It's a good vacation model. Yep. If you're doing trips, like, you know, if you're doing a week or two cross country to visit a cool place or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And that one is smaller. It's a little tighter, but you're right. It's, like, um, good for vacationing. But that's that model you would need to, like, put the table down for a bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But still really cool. And then, of course, we looked at the fifth wheels. And one of the fifth wheels I like liked was the bloopy thing that goes above the truck when you're pulling it. (laughs) So you walk in and then there's stairs and the counter's taller. It's so hard to explain. It's so cool. But the counter is like tall, like it's part of the kitchen and it's behind one of the couches. It's like a ring of couches and then there's a big fireplace with a bunch of space in between. It is so cool. I loved it. Is that the one with the front living space that yeah. you kind of walk yeah. up to? It mm-hmm. sounds like a front living area. I really like that layout. Yeah, I do too. So you have like, um, it's like a square with couches all the way around. And so you sit, and then the TV's on one wall. It's not a square. Three walls. Three walls have couches. Yeah. TV on one. And then behind the couch was a half counter. wall. Counter. And then underneath the counter, you could pull it up, and it was like storage, super flat storage. And one of them, so so once you walked in, there's stairs to get in, of course. And then, like, if you turn left, there's, like, a crooked kind of tower thing. Or an island counter. kitchen. Yeah, yep. an island kitchen. And, like, the sink and everything was there. The TV was, like, right in front. Yeah, and, like, the there ki- was... kitchen, so you could... Look at the TV. Line. Yeah, this was a toy hauler with opposing slides. So the living room and kitchen area was huge. Mm-hmm. But when you walk straight in, what do you walk into? You walk to the stairs, like three or four, with actual railings. And then you go up a couple more. And then you turn right to the bathroom. If you keep going straight, there's the bedroom. It was a pretty so neat layout. Yeah, it's it's a neat layout, and it, this is a big deal because Lexi's obsessed with stairs. She wants stairs really bad, and this one probably had the most stairs in it that we went into. Yeah. This was an older model. It was a toy hauler, had a bathroom in the back, the toy hauler part yep. in the back, and then there was, like, a solid door. Um, you walk in, and then you had your kitchen, Couch. couches and stuff, yep, and then you had the stairs that walked in the back. And in the one with the stairs, um, so by the kitchen and by the couches... There was this door, if you opened it, there, it's like where you put your four-wheelers or something. And then if you turn right and then go straight a little and then go right again, go left and then go left again, there's another bathroom. And then above the door to get in the wide space where your four-wheeler goes, there's a, above the door there's like a little loft. loft. Mm-hmm. And Kylie and I could actually sleep in it. <laughs> Together. Well, that's pretty high. One advantage to having a big fifth wheel like that is those high ceilings. Mm-hmm. We went into um, one toy hauler. It was a smaller one. We were looking at some of the smallest toy haulers we could find for specific people that you need to have a small toy hauler. And so, we're, like if you have a side by side or something, but you still want to travel some. Yeah. Some of the features that I liked in the fifth wheels that we were seeing, and this is in mostly newer fifth wheels. 
Um, we liked the front living rooms for sure. Yep. And I liked the lighter colors. Yeah, you're seeing that more and more. And even some of the Class A's that we went into, we, we just kind of walked around and went in some, like, dream coaches. I didn't like those, though. I There was a couple that I really liked. I can't remember the model, but it was they were diesel pushers. You know, they were, like, half a mil. Yeah, but I but, didn't like the way they were laid out. Like, I thought, you know, for being so expensive, they, they didn't put a lot of thought into the process. <laughs> those people are literally in there for a week. Well, you have, like, the fancy mirror ceiling, and you have, like, the marble floor. Yeah. That's why they're expensive, I think. Because <laughs> they're fancy. Those people are definitely going to only be in there for a week or something. Those guys, Because they those just weren't people, built properly. They go to the Keys for a month. <laughs> yeah. What else? did you guys like in the newer our newer fifth wheels one of the fifth wheels i liked had a it was a super nice rv and then it had a room it was a bunk room yeah it was it a was. bunk room above it above this room was a bunk bed that could fit both of lexi and i but underneath the bunk bed was an entire office so there was like a couch a win a couple windows and then you had your own desk yeah there was a desk built in and, and nice cabinets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, cabinets. Really cool. And Lexi was standing by the cabinets, and she said, "You could st- you could st- um, stash a bunch of food in here." <laughs> yeah, she said, "If this was your office, you could have a bunch of food in here, <laughs> like chocolate." <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> Why did I do that? Yeah. What else? And did also, you- it had a door to close it off from the rest of the RV. That was neat. I wish we could have it. I wish I could have an office because then she could just close the door when she had to do a call. There was also um, a Class A that we went into that I really liked. It was newer that um, had the bunks in the very, very back. And I kind of liked that layout too. But I really liked the layout of our RV. So it was kind of judgy walking through some of them. And to be honest, I think maybe that one would have been the only one that I kind of like. But it wasn't enough for me to be like, I need to sell this and get that. You know, it was kind of cool. But it wasn't, you know, like, you have to put the slides out to get through yeah. some of that area. Yeah, so. That one had a hallway that kind of went around the main bed to get to the bunks. But the drawback was you had to put the slide out to have the. Bed down. The bed down, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're at, like, a RV or something or a, a Walmart, you would need to put the bed out. You need to put the slide out, which yep. we normally do anyways. But. I hate needing to be required to do it, I guess. Yep. Dumb's that okay. one you can't sleep on your bed unless the slide's out because it's the bed raises. Yep. But I don't know why, like, most of the time we put the slide out. Yeah. But. That was probably one of the cooler Class A's, and I was like, maybe Dad could drive this one and Mom could drive the other one. No. So then we could have We both. don't need to. Because I love both. <laughs> I, I love great. our RV so much, and I also love that RV so much. I want the stairs one. Because the bathroom <laughs> connected to our rooms and mom's room. Yeah, that was kind of cool, the way it was set up. And I did like the bunks, how they were set up in the back. And then they had a window on each end instead of the long yep. window. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. I do like the bunks in the back, but not enough to want to sell this and get something else. But I didn't realize that was a diesel. And it was huge. It was like 45 feet. So. Oh, yeah. I'm, I don't we, want anything bigger than what we have. Yeah, and as much as, as great as it would be, if we had the 500 K to buy something like that that would be great but ours is really pushing it in some of these spots that we go like yeah when we go i wouldn't want any bigger than what we are i think we're perfect yeah mm-hmm. when we go boondocking and get into some of these 
kind of sketchy roads, that RV would never go there. Plus driving a half million dollar uh, RV into some of those spots would be really <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, before we wrap up, I think that's everything that we went through at the Quartzsite RV. And we went through like 20 or 30 different yes. RVs, trailers, <laughs> I was and dead. all that stuff. I didn't have water and I did not think I was going to make it back to the Jeep. I was so thirsty. <laughs> We we drove or we walked all the way around the um, thing because the kids and Tony saw a smoothie on the side of a coffee place. And I'm like, you guys, it's not going to be like a lot of smoothies because it's at a coffee place. They're probably going to have like one smoothie and it's not going to be very good. Can we just go to the Jeep, which we had tons of water in the Jeep and I wanted water really bad. Um, yeah, but she's we like, I need yeah, I was going to pass out. I thought I was so dehydrated. Um, but we I talked a lot. Like, I talked to a lot of vendors. You'd think you'd learn your lesson and carry water with you. But instead, we walked all the way to the coffee spot that only had one smoothie and wasn't working. So, But <laughs> at least it wasn't wild berry. <laughs> no, it was actually strawberry. Yeah, the sign was wrong. <laughs> no, it was wild berry, but they had to change it because it just ran out <laughs> but either way it was um that funny. was a, a whole debacle by itself yeah. trying to find someplace in, and they didn't have water for sale yeah Most i was like i want to buy water. water before we wrap up this podcast let's do a quick digging what we're digging is about what we're loving this week from a six-year-old a nine-year-old mom and dad we are going to share a digging this time. We're all going to say Rover. Rover. Yep. Rover. Rover. We used it once before when we were in South Dakota. We were going to be gone all day. Um, and that was so neat because we ended up doing a meet and greet, like, right, you know, a few days before the event. And then it was 4th of July, so I didn't think we were going to get somebody. We ended up finding somebody. Um, she had the dog all day, but then she brought, brought them back yep. to the RV. Yep. Yeah. And that was really convenient because we had no idea when we were going to get home. So we had it all planned out. They had an event they were going to. Mm -hmm. But it worked out because instead, instead of, of them, them being by themselves all day, they were only by themselves a few hours. Yep. It was really cool. Um, and we've talked about it before. You can go back and listen to those podcasts in the South Dakota area. That's when we did that. Uh, but we use it again this time because we were going to be gone all day. And Freya is a wreck right now. <laughs> yeah, she has such bad separation anxiety. We need she, to work on her, but. Yep. She can't she's be without looking us. At us. She's looking at us right now like, <laughs> excuse me? Yeah. It's really bad. Um, so we need to train her properly, but in the process of training her, we wanted to go to this RV show, and we knew we'd be there all day because it's an hour away from where we're staying. Uh, we knew we'd be there all day, and then it's an hour back. So we ended up getting a rover, and we were going to board them all night. So they were going to have the dogs, both dogs, Elsa and Freya, overnight. You took them a few days ahead to do a meet and greet. Yep. Worked out really well and seemed to get along with them really well. We will link her. If you're in the Yuma area, you can use her. We highly recommend her. She's yeah. she's great. She great has. reviews on Rover. This time I took both dogs over 
to their house at like nine in the morning. And we didn't have to pick them up until nine the next morning. Mm-hmm. We were we knew we were going to be gone all day, and then we were going to go out to dinner that night somewhere we could go, like without go in dogs, yeah, because yeah. we're all we always have the dogs with us if we go anywhere, and we either sometimes we'll sit on a patio, but it's rare. Uh, other times we just get it to go, mm-hmm. and we're eating in the jeep, <laughs> or bring it home, you know, and that's. So, they were supposed to keep them overnight. We ended up also going to the pool. So, we ended up coming home and going to the pool because then we could all go together. We don't have to take turns because she's really bad right now. Like, we have to stay. We take turns going down the pool. She'll just sit there and howl like a wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like that. just like that. Okay, (laughs) okay. But we did end up asking if we could pick them up before 11. And the reason why was Elsa likes to come into our bed in the middle of the night and bark at us. (laughs) And I was so scared that she was going to do that. Yeah, she does that so that we will uh, invite her up to sleep in the bed. (laughs) Yeah. We have to say, come on up. And then she'll come up and lay down. It's so funny. Instead of she could just jump up. Because she can do that. Instead, she has to announce it first. <laughs> so we were worried that there, she was going to do that to the rover sitters. And it's not just that. We miss them a lot. I didn't and, miss them, but. And <laughs> also, Elsa sleeps with me every night. <laughs> so we just said, you know, can we pick them up tonight? Even though we paid for boarding overnight, which we didn't, you know, want to return or anything. We kept that, paid her the full, um, and then just picked her up early. They were nice, though. Highly recommend them, and I will link them if you're in this area. And they have their own dogs, which our dogs love meeting new dogs. So they played all day. They kept us updated, sent us pictures and all that. They had a blast. They were tired. Yeah, that's that's the cool thing I like about Rover is right in the app, they can send you photos as well. Um, And they'll, like, attach to the dog's profiles, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but you, I just wanted to tell you briefly, Rover is also good for boarding. So the dog will stay overnight at the sitter's house. You can do house sitting. So the sitter stays at your house. You can do dog walking, doggy daycare, which is where, you know, you just leave the dog there during the day. You can do drop in visits where the sitter will like drop into the house and like feed them or take them out. That's what we did the first time. No, 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 we did dog like a doggy daycare, and she just dropped them off at her house that night. Yeah, the nice. drop-in visit would be like if you're at work mm-hmm. and your dog has to have some sort of attention during the middle of the day, let's say. So the dog or the sitter might come by, let him out, play with them for a little bit, feed them or whatever, and then, then take, take them off, back, take back, then leave. They also have dog training through Good Pup, which is kind of cool. I haven't looked into this, but I was interested in it. Um, where it's private and virtual dog training through the good pup, but it's through them. And then uh, where you like do like one-on-one training. Right? Yeah, train from home. Yeah, which is really cool. Anything else about Rover? It was great because it helped us get to do something really fun that we wouldn't have been able to do without it. We could have taken our dogs. But that would have been, been insane. <laughs> it would have been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I did tell Tony that we could take, because Elsa's really good. Yeah. Um, well, at least she's good when... We're trying to have her be good. Like, if we're not on her. By herself, she's really good. But if we're not, like, paying attention to her or not, like, trying to keep her in line, she definitely will take advantage of you. Yeah. But Freya's insane. And so we'd have to, like, put her in a... (laughs) 
Freya loves people so much. Here, here. If, if we went, if we took her there, her heart would explode. She would. She'd be like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's a million people here." I just think Rover is a good tool to use if you're doing any kind of event or you're going to be gone for a long time, and it's great for our viewers because you can see the reviews of the place of the people near you. So it's, you don't have to know people. Like when you live in a house, you get to know your neighbors, you get to know people, and then you can work with those specific people over and over. Um, but when you're on the road, it's really hard to find things that you can keep using. Like hairdressers, I haven't got my hair done in two years <laughs> <laughs> because I don't trust any just normal hairdressers. I need to go back to Michigan to do that. Um, so like, it's really hard to find those kind of appointments where Rover has all of the reviews there. I wish there was a hairdresser app. That'd be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rover's cool because you have, you just, it finds where you're at you, yeah. and then it just shows you the reviews of the people around you. And I actually just did a quick search on the Rover app, just using my location. And there are 12 pet sitters within 15 miles of where we are right now. Like Yuma area, so. And that's great. That's pretty nice. Yeah, that's great. So highly recommend it. Check it out. It's a free app. It's free to have. Uh, you just pay the individual people. And by the way, it's not that expensive. Um, I think we paid, how much did we pay? I forgot. I think 60? it was $57. Yeah. So $60 for two dogs overnight. So if you're in the courtside area, I highly recommend the show. Just don't go looking for, like, new RVs or new ideas. It's probably going to be whatever that RV dealership had in inventory. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of weird. It that, wasn't what I was expecting. That's kind of, like, I was a little disappointed in the fact that I had expectations to go into a ton of new RVs. And we just didn't, they, they didn't have those, so. But it is good for going to, like, different booths, seeing different RV things. Um, and then... Getting a good deal on an RV. Yeah. I'm sure they have some really good deals because they're trying to get rid of some of those. Yeah, we saw some signs out on the doors of the RV because the way they're laid out, all the doors are open. You just walk in and out, which we did get trapped one time by a pushy RV salesman. For some <laughs> reason, he thought that I was right in the market to upgrade. Yeah. And we, <laughs> we walked to the back of the RV, the kids and I, and as we were walking out, he had... He had locked us in. Yeah. He was standing in the walkway in front of the door with his arms spread across both front seats. What's funny about that, though, is he started, like, because I was talking about different things that we were going to do to this RV this year. Yeah. And he's like, well, before you put all that money into it, you need to figure out if you're going to keep the RV or not. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, yeah. no, we're not getting rid of our RV. We're keeping yeah. the RV. That was never in the discussion. Yeah. It was funny. Anyways, if you're in the area next year, the show is going to be held January 20th to January 28th next year. So, it is cool. Um, if you're in the market for RV parts vendors and, and that kind of stuff, it's a really cool place to go and check out all like the newest, latest, and greatest things. It's just fun to go too, especially yeah. if you're staying in Quartzite. There's and it's all free. rock shows. Yeah, there's some rock shows going on there as well. They're still going on. I think they're going through the end of February. So that is also really cool to do. It's a good excuse to go boondock in Quartzsite and party it up. We mm -hmm. know we actually met up with some friends, and they were they were staying out in the area. We'll get to hang out with those. We'll probably go into that next week. Yeah, they, we also saw um, Arkansas Rock. 
that campground oh, yeah, we stayed at. Ron Coleman Mining. <laughs> yeah, we saw them there, which was great. Yep. At the Rock Place. But anyways, I think that's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Check out your nearest RV show. <laughs> if you're in the market for an RV, definitely look in your area and see if there's a show. They're just fun to go to. Not all of them are free. You might have to pay admission or something, but you can walk in and out and you can take notes and take pictures and get an idea. Of if you're looking for something specific, you can ask these. They usually have a lot of different um, RV dealers as well. So they'll mm-hmm. point you in the right direction. I think that's it. See you later. Bye. Bye. Barvias. Arvias. Arvias. Arvias in the world. <laughs> in Quartzite, Arizona, they have an air. In Quartzite, in Quartzite, air. I can't. Are you going to take out all the spaces? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a rough one. I guess we could wait for that. Yeah. Let's zoom just right zoom. <laughs> Hold on. I could just give you a five-minute update <laughs> so we can get out of here. Um, yeah, especially if Dad's, like, doing laundry and lets you now want to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> they also had some vendors that made, like, homemade... Homemade knives. Homemade knives. Homemade knives. Oh, SpaceX. Yeah. Or, uh, Starlink. Or yeah, I guess whatever. <laughs> Never mind. Then there's a couch in front of the counter. Hold on. Get that dog hack out of there. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't crawl in there to check it out. I one of the fifth wheels I liked was the fifth but it was still a bunkhouse and the bunks were in the very back Um, that's what I just said oh never mind say that again without your dad burping (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) nice this is like a boarding or bait this is like a pet sitting service for boarding. We have actually used it twice now. We use. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Can you get that for her? If you're in the Yuma, you... Take that out. <laughs>